Welcome everybody to the Improvement Podcast. My name is Sean. I'm here as always with my good friend Dave. Hello. Oh my god, that was so Barry White. I love it. <laughs> I expected charisma. That was more soothing. Mm. Nice. Love it. Uh, this is the podcast where we discuss how to improve your life. Yeah? Yeah. All right. We also just have a lot of fun. Mm. We also just lo- have a lot of fun. Indeed we do. Uh, this is going to be an episode all about rejection. How to deal with rejection. How to overcome rejection. How to turn rejection into acceptance. Mm. Now we actually had to Google what the opposite of rejection was. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize actually. No, neither well, did I. I, I probably just hadn't thought about well, it. Well, yeah, yeah. I think we both knew. We just didn't put two and two together on that one because approval mm. is also... Oh yeah. Okay. So mm. I, I guess it determines which context you're talking about. Mm, I guess it determines, yeah, how needy you are. Very, <laughs> very needy. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, we've started already. Please accept me, please. Uh, please. Anyway, <laughs> what's been happening this week, man? Well, I've got, I got sunburnt. So I noticed. Um, yeah, the yeah, knees, my, my beautiful scarlet knees. It only the comes up like the what, about four, four inches well, up the leg. A few, yeah, a few inches up my thigh. It's hilarious. Um, it's it's rather attractive. So yeah, that'll teach me for not wearing sunburn kits. Not wearing sunburn sunscreen. You don't yeah, want to. You don't want to wear sunburn. About? No, definitely don't. Well, I'm wearing sunburn. You don't want to wear sunburn. You want to wear sunscreen, as Baz Luhrmann said in his famous song from nineteen. What, was it nineteen? Was the late nineties? I don't know what was the name 2000s? of the song. Um. Uh, wear sunscreen. Are you serious? I, th- I think that was what his song was called. I'll tell you what, if we can find it, we'll put a link into it. Yeah, well, we? well, the song was kind of like a monologue with right. this sort of like little, like sort of happy instrumental verse. All right. I'll, I'll take your word for it, man. I've never heard of it. I'm sure I'm sure it was called where, where, Do You Always Wear Sunscreen or something like that. Wear Sunscreen. Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann. Yeah. yeah, it's called Everybody's Free. Oh, everybody's just Googled free. it here. But then, is it not brackets <laughs> wear sunscreen? Uh, it's not got brackets here, but it is like the second line in, and ah, it does repeat itself right. now and again. What's it? What's it called again? Everybody's free. Everybody's free. There you are. Everybody's free. We'll pop a link into it because mm. I'm curious to hear what it sounds like. <laughs> it's you. You'll remember it once once okay. you hear it. What, okay. what What was the year? Um, it doesn't actually tell me. Did not. No, you think it would. Talk amongst yourselves for a moment whilst well, I think. Cause it, yeah, are you on Wikipedia or some th- other form of website? Uh, no, I, well, I, just, I just Googled it. Uh, 1997. It is the 90s. I thought so. I thought it was late 90s. 1997. Yeah, I think. I think this is it. It doesn't matter. It's, well, it's been around for a while. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That was right. what I was like. I was at fourth year at school. God. And that's that's Scottish school system, which... Um, uh, yeah, made me 16 years old. 16. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that makes in other countries. Uh, well, in England, you the school system goes by year. So year one yeah. is primary one. Yeah. And it goes up all the way to year 13, I, I think. I believe so, yeah. Uh, whereas in Scotland, you've got primary one to seven. seven and then you've got secondary. first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth year. In secondary school, Indeed. primary and secondary, I think we've got a pretty good system. Mm. But America's got a simpler system. Well, I think because mm-hmm. they've got something called middle school, mm-hmm. and then high school. So they kind of go up well in three, we have three tiers. There are middle schools, and I went to a middle school. Well, there you go. And well, when I was in Germany, but um, I think it'd be easier if they just went you're in year one and then till whatever the final year is. Well, that's what they do. Job in done. Yeah. Well, sort of, but they change schools, don't they? 
What, so you're talking about being in the same school from year one? Yep. And just, well, I guess... The big school. Well, I guess there are schools like that, like my wife's... Yeah, I guess so. The yeah. school my wife yeah. works for, the primary school and the secondary school is all in the all, same building. Really. Is all there. True. So you do w- we are so off topic, it's unreal. Um, <laughs> are you rejecting this? I'm rejecting this the topic. line of thought? I am. I am. Um, because <laughs> school was school was all right. I don't know enough about other schools, uh, other country schools, mm. to, to have this conversation in depth with you. No. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter because we're we're not here to talk about schools. We're here, but well, we we were talking about schools earlier. Well, you know what, school school could be relevant because it um, will be relevant soon. <laughs> Indeed, but I guess, but but in terms of the topic of rejection, like you get rejected you, a lot in school. Well, exactly. But that's the thing. If you think about rejection and think about the last time you were reject or felt rejected, that's really. Uh, it kind of it does take you back to childhood, doesn't it? It takes yeah, you th- back to a, a time where you were younger, where yeah. you were less experienced. Absolutely, um, no. I, th- I think it's it's to do with. Have we said to the audience that that's the topic today? Uh, yeah. Did we say I'm that? I'm pretty sure we did. <laughs> I feel like we just like jumped into it. I'm pretty sure. No, I did. I did say that. I For those of you did. who don't know, we're going to talk about rejection today. Yeah, Dave didn't know, but I'm pretty sure I said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it no, I think you did. Yeah, yeah. I think actually, yeah, I'm remembering. But but you are right. You are right. It does take you back to a time where. See, I always associate rejection with not knowing who you are, mm. and I don't know why I, I, this is coming about. Right, but I had this thought process when I'm. The reason this topic came about is because someone asked me a question on reject. They actually asked for advice, and I said, "Let let can we talk about this on our on the podcast?" Mm. And he said. Absolutely. So he he was he was quite open and honest about the reasons for asking the question and things like that. So mm-hmm. shall I just jump in and ask the question and I'll give you the reason. I'll give you the reason first, actually. Okay. So associating rejection with not knowing who you are. Mm. If you have a clear idea of who you are, you know where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I honestly thought this through back a couple of days ago and it totally made sense to me. Okay. So it might not make sense to you. All right. Hit but, me with it. But if you don't know who you are, you don't know exactly what you want out of life and things like that. So you might uh, you might go for the wrong thing and you get rejected, mm. but you cannot figure out why. Mm-hmm. Um like you wow. ever you ever apply for a job that that's sense. completely wrong for you, but you applied for it anyway. Uh yeah. Yeah. And you, you got rejected for it. And for some reason it hit you quite hard. Um you know you think why why not? Why mm. not take me? Mm-hmm. You know? What's because like we've both been made redundant in the past, um, I really started to question why I went to university, why I actually tried, and why I just didn't become a criminal. Because they seem to have it pretty easy, <laughs> you know. Like they they, they do what they want. The they, life. they do what they want. They take what they want, and if they get caught, they get fed anyway. <laughs> so you and know that's a, that's an interesting take on that. That's benefits how, of criminality. That's how like deep the conversation went when I got made redundant and like the job market was terrible at that point mm. um, the oil crisis happened and stuff like that but um, that's how dark it went for me it went I should just become a criminal mm. I feel like I'd be pretty good at it as well mm-hmm. so rejection go devious yeah yeah who would know mm. in any case we're going to talk about rejection today and the question that we've got and this is um, from a friend called Caden uh, very nice name quite like it that's a uh, new name to me. Yeah, same here. Same here. I, the first person I've ever met. Mm-hmm. In any case, uh, he said, I applied for a promotion at work mm. and was passed up for an external hire. I believe Ooh. he was right for the role, 
uh, and has the experience to do it, feeling rejected and frustrated at, and he's put in brackets, although it sounds pretty selfish, not getting what I want. Well, I understand yeah. sometimes I've got to deal with things that's not going our way, but this one really stung. Mm. Do you any advice? I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Oh, yeah. We can, I think everybody. People that are listening are going to understand that one. That. Yeah. Well, the first thing I would probably say is, Caden, you're definitely not the first person this has happened to. Mm. Um, things are not going to go your way. You're not going to get all everything you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. We we spoke about when did we speak about it? we spoke about it uh, in the previous episode um, that it was setbacks. Mm. It's temporary, you know? mm. it won't last forever. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a tough one because there's a lot to unpack here. Mm-hmm. Um, you did apply for the job uh, promotion at work, and it was it was passed up. Now, the fact that he was passed up for an external hire mm-hmm. tells me that there wasn't someone else in the office better than him at it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. They had to go out with to get the right person in. No, that, that may or may not be the right person. I don't know. Mm. So, advice? Well, well I, I was thinking about this this morning. You know, what is rejection? Not getting what you want. Mm-hmm. In effect, really, you know, it's uh, it doesn't exactly. have to be overly complicated. Exactly. So, rejection comes from having attachment to outcomes. Having particularly uh, yeah. an emotional yeah, that makes sense. attachment to outcomes. Yes. And I think the more emotionally invested you are, the harder it's going to hurt. Exactly. So whilst this might be or seem like a flippant or easy thing to say, if we can learn to detach ourselves from an outcome, mm-hmm. because actually, you know, we can only control what we can control then we can l- certainly lessen any feelings of rejection um, or eradicate them altogether. True. Like you said, it's easy to say, isn't it? Mm-hmm. A lot harder to do. A lot mm-hmm. harder to do because you will be invested in something. Now, yeah. um, well, in this case, it's work. You know, if if someone's putting a lot of effort and time into a job that they're doing mm-hmm. and think, I could do this job now, I've mm-hmm. done this successfully, I can now move up to this. Mm-hmm. And then someone says, no, you can't. Mm. Oh, it makes you wonder, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Are you going to stay at the job you're at? Yep. I don't, uh, see, that's tough, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That is tough. Well, yeah, it opens up a whole can of worms in your head about, you know, about your self-image, about... Um, what's possible for you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and probably a whole bunch of other stuff all at the same time um, yeah because you're going to be questioning why you know why was I especially when you've you've put yourself out there in that way and then to be told because the, the natural response in your head is I'm not good enough yeah. But why am I not good enough? Why wasn't I good enough for this opportunity? It's true. It's true. Now, I, th- I think that's the thought process that you go around, that uh, would go through your mind, regardless of the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, it could be professional, but it could be personal. It could be to do with relationships. Mm-hmm. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. But if, you, if it doesn't go your way, mm-hmm. you start to question what's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And it starts to go internal and it gets to a quite a dark place. Exactly, because that can then 
you know, the whole, you know, coming back to the five levels of focus that we've spoken about before, mm-hmm. you know, when you get stuck in a problem and a drama, that only gets bigger. So that feeling of rejection, unless you talk about it with somebody, um, is likely to just get bigger in your head and make things worse than they actually are. Yeah. Because actually, if sure. you step back from the situation and give yourself some context, you know, just purely speaking about this as an example about, you know, about being rejected for a promotion. Yeah. That, you know what, there's, you can ask yourself, are there going to be other opportunities? Well, this is it. I mean, I always take it back to something that my mother used to tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, she still does tell me, actually, mm-hmm. um, is what's meant to be won't pass you by. Mm-hmm. Now, again, that's quite easy to say. Mm-hmm. It's quite a hard thing to believe, especially if it you're raw with the rejection right now. Yeah, but I mean, in this instance, there might be there might be some things that you haven't seen about yourself. That's true. But perhaps someone else might have seen. So, I mean, my my inclination probably would be um, to probably get some feedback around you know what was it what you know what am i lacking what am i um or what's not maybe think about in a positive way what more could i do what further um development am i you know is is required to get me to a level where i where i could be seen to be ready for this opportunity you know see Mm -hmm. it as an opportunity not as uh as a, as, a, as a rejection, as a letdown, you know, this is yeah. now an opportunity to get feedback so that you can grow, so that you can improve, but also take into account the fact that, you know what, there's plenty of other companies out there, there's plenty of other jobs out there, well, there's plenty other, you know, everything. This, this is it. Now, I've got a few points on basically just following up on what you said there. Mm. Um, firstly, I've got a friend right now that's going for a promotion at work. Mm. And basically what he said to me goes, I'm I'm hoping to get it this week. If I don't get it, I'm going to leave. That's quite bold. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he's taking control. He's taking control of the situation. You know? Well, he said he's got he's like there's a job sitting waiting for me elsewhere. Mm. But uh, I want this one. But if I don't get it, there is another job. There are other options out there for me, which is basically what he's saying, which is excellent. But you know what? That's a very sensible approach. Mm-hmm. Give yourself options. Oh, you've got to give yourself as many options as you can. Exactly, because then you lessen or make that feeling of need disappear because yeah. instead of just going for one opportunity and having all your eggs in that basket, mm-hmm. if you've gone out and perhaps done some market research or had some done some networking, had some exploratory conversations, mm. then you, know, you put yourself in the driving seat because sure. then you create a level of demand for yourself, which then gives you some bargaining power. So you can say, listen, I have all these other people that are interested in me. So what do you want to do? Do you feel like I can, you know, Mm -hmm. am I going to be right for this opportunity? Or do I need to look elsewhere? Well, this is it. I mean, yeah, it's quite tough. But the thing you're talking about feedback and things like being asked for feedback, that's the problem, especially in the workplace mm. is if you apply for a job and you get this generic email three weeks later saying oh we regret to inform you you didn't get it this time mm. due to the high number of applicants we can't provide individual feedback mm. now that's a problem um however since since you already worked there the people making the decision you presumably got a relationship with already i, w- I wouldn't feel any issue of going up and asking them 
what can I do better to improve this? Mm. Like, what can you offer something as to why I didn't get it? Now, more often, <laughs> not more often than not, but quite a lot of the time, you often hear the, it's not anything you did wrong, it's just this person was better suited. Mm-hmm. I find that to be an incredibly clever way of covering someone's back. Indeed, because the you know that's maybe hiding a specific agenda, yeah. or um, because at the same time, I think in business, particularly mm. in the corporate sector, I would I would be interested in questioning whether anyone has had any experience of being um, cho- well not chosen. But for a reason, and and the interviewer articulated this, that actually they don't feel like that they were a good cultural fit or behavioral no. fit for the team. And this is why. Yeah. Um, because actually, you know, behavioral fit, cultural fit, you know, a fit on values mm. is incredible justification for, for saying no to somebody. Because... You need to make sure that you know, the people, mm-hmm. if it's a, you know, if you're looking at a team, are gonna are gonna gel, and that's gonna be based on behaviors generally. That's true. true. Um, but yeah, I wonder because you know, is it is there a, like is there a fear of potential discrimination there? Which is why I mean, so in the corporate world, because yeah, we live in a world of litigation, yep. businesses have to protect themselves, so they'll do they'll take the least path of resistance to protect themselves do the bare minimum which maybe doesn't serve their employer brand um but you know versus the risk of perhaps being a bit more open mm. with your mm-hmm. feedback um businesses probably would just favor an easier response which gives less sure. rather than more um I mean, it would be amazing if we lived in a world where that wasn't the case but ah, it's the world though mm-hmm. um but yeah, I I think it, it it's quite hard to it's quite hard to provide a solution for this one to be honest. But I have the thought process that I've got right now is you you were talking about it um, being in control. Mm-hmm. I recently came across um, uh, a, I say I call it an article I guess mm-hmm. um, of that that sort of helped push me in the right direction. I was thinking this anyway, but I'm glad I wasn't the only one thinking it. If that makes sense, mm. um, is the things that you control because I've been con- I've been called a control freak in the past. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Try to control the world, make Freaking everything work, out. make everything work the way it should work in my in my mind. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's broken. Co- I'm gonna fix it. Basically, yeah. Mm. And throughout the last. <laughs> However many years I've went, if I fix that now, that'll just last forever and I'll be fine. I I realize that's just stupid. <laughs> you know, it's it's never going to be like that. No, because we're always going to have problems. Exactly, problems just. Occur. What was the what was the phrase? If you don't have problems, you're dead. That's um, yeah. I said that's a pretty good saying. Actually, I've never heard that one. Mm-hmm. I can't remember where I heard it, but that is definitely one that I heard. Huh. That's come to mind in the last few months. Nice. In any case, um, I think it was. It was. I think a phrase has been around for a while. I'm sure it has. I'm sure it has. Yeah. Just because I haven't heard it doesn't mean it's not here. Indeed. Yeah. There's probably a lot of sayings I've not heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me too. Yeah, it's true. But uh, yeah, in any case, um, this um, this article helped me push the right thought process in certain things. Um, we're talking about 
what we can control. Mm-hmm. And from what I understand, I mean, it, it it was first put upon me a few months ago, and I I initially re- rejected it. Actually, I went, "That's that doesn't sound right." And then poo pooed it. Yeah, the more I thought about it, the more I thought, actually, you've got a point. Like, it it does totally make sense when you when you really start to think about it. Is the only thing you control is your reaction, mm-hmm. because things happen. Yep. Life is shit. Yep. And we just accept that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be shit. Yep. But if you can control your reaction to the situation, it it changes the dynamic of everything. Let, let's, growing up, people try to ridicule you. They try to hurt you. Mm-hmm. But if you don't let them, then it takes their power away. Yeah, I know. That's, that's, uh, it's that's tough, tough, isn't tough it? when you're a kid. It's it's tough to when you're an adult. <laughs> so, well, yeah, but to have that emotional intelligence. I oh, mean, of course. I, I don't know. No one will have it. What's his name? There's a guy um, I've seen on Facebook. Is he called Prince Prince S, Prince Ear? Uh, he's like a, one of these like motivational guys in okay. the same way that... Um, oh, man. There's another guy who's like Indian heritage um, who does a lot of these videos as well that's like sort of philosophical, just real insights into how sure. we can be. Prince Ear. Yeah, that's. I, I don't know if I'm saying that right. I it's think E-A. that's it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm sure I've seen some really cool videos from him recently about you know sticks and stones may break your yeah. bones, but actually words can hurt you of because they can. you know what we're told, particularly from an early age, can massively influence our future. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, if you're told something as five, six year old. Mm-hmm. You're gonna. That's gonna stick with you, mm-hmm. um, regardless of how stupid it is or, or wrong it is. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, just even the word "stupid." So, if yeah. the example I think I saw given was, you know, if you were to say to, yeah, I guess your son or daughter, you know, stupid boy, stupid girl, mm. um, versus, oh, that was a really stupid thing to do. The way you, the way you word it. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. You're you're calling the action or the act stupid, not the person, mm. because the person isn't stupid. Yeah, that's that's quite hard to distinguish in the heat of the moment, though, isn't it? You would just say, but it. subtle changes in our language well, are possible. I mean, yeah. I even I've since reading that or since seeing that, I've started yeah, taking changing or certainly been more conscious of what mm. i say particularly to my daughter emily yeah um to actually you know try not um certainly be derogatory or yeah. kind of put her down as a person mm. um instead to t- speak to her actions not to herself i like it mm. uh, i mean you take that extra half second second to just say actually i won't react the way i'm going to react mm-hmm I'll I'll take a little bit of mindfulness, I guess mm-hmm. you call it. But back to the question at hand. Mm. Um, what I would say is, let's say you can't control anything but your reaction to things. I, I honestly, that just that blew my mind. Um, yeah, what's the the space between stimulus and response? Exactly, where freedom exists. Exactly. Well, you touched on it earlier, talking about don't see it as something negative. See, it's like an, a chance for you to go and see what else is out there, mm-hmm. which totally makes sense. So you can sort of adapt the situation, if you like, to something positive. Now, I do have a friend, actually, that took that exact same thing mm-hmm. and pretty much the exact same scenario uh, and and ran with it a little mm-hmm. bit. And now he was a very emotionally intelligent guy, very intelligent guy nonetheless. But what he, d- <laughs> what he did was basically 
do what you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't passed up for a promotion, but he was passed up for a raise. Okay. So um, he basically went to his, his boss and said, look, I think I deserve this much. He's mm-hmm. been here for, I don't know, five, six years or whatever it is. He says, I think it's about time we talked about my salary. And the, the guy went, sorry, we can't do anything for you. So he went out and found a company that rivals them, mm-hmm. got a job offered what he wanted, and then went back to his boss and went, look, this company's offered me this match it or i'm gone mm. and they had to mm. i mean rejection from a career perspective is i guess a lot mm. easier to, or can be a lot easier to deal with well yeah above and beyond other forms of real emotional rejection you know being rejected by girls or boys or mm-hmm. family parents uh, friends the the one thing that's that's a different kettle of fish yeah i mean the one thing i will say about that situation that you went through was that could make it a very unpleasant place to work now mm. because he sort of not blackmailed them mm-hmm. but he sort of tied their hands with it mm-hmm. you know well there's potential for resentment on a little on bit yeah side a little bit so i i think it's you can certainly do that it's an open market go mm-hmm. and see what you think you're worth mm-hmm but be careful on how you word it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're talking you're talking about emotional rejection from family, relationships, friends even. Mm. I mean, it, it's, it's a topic that can go on for hours in the conversation, I, I think. So let's, let's just dial it down into what you would do if you faced rejection from... Was it, will we take it situation by situation? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm thinking about like my relationship with my dad and how um we haven't spoken for 11 years wow and um i don't know think about did we kind of reject each other um i mean he certainly thinking back he rejected i remember he rejected my one of my sisters when uh, because when my parents split up Mm. um my sisters went to live with my mom i live with my dad my sister one of them their twins got pregnant at the age of 14 had her first kid at 15 um when she was in the hospital i think after she'd given birth she had asked if dad would come in to see her um he said he wouldn't unless he could bring his girlfriend and Lindsay said no so he basically rejected her wow like how fucked up is that? Yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, that's my dad, selfish dude. Um, and yeah, kind of that was the bit of a run of theme, the reason why we don't really speak anymore. But I guess what I came to terms with and came to realize in that situation is that, you know, just because you're related to somebody mm-hmm. doesn't give you a right to be in their life if you're not enriching their life, if you're not enriching their world, if you're just taking from it, if mm-hmm. you're just pulling or dragging them down. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, they they often say you can't choose your family. You can. You can. Yeah, absolutely can. Hundred percent, you can. Yeah, I totally disagree with the whole statement. You can choose your friends, but not your family. You hundred mm-hmm. percent, you can choose yeah. your family. You can't choose your relatives because yeah, that's different. That's though. like that's genetic. Yeah. Um, different, but family different altogether. You oh, can absolutely. Absolutely, choose and create your own family. Well, we were talking about it. It goes, oh well, who. What, what family members would you have at your wedding now? And to be honest, not a lot of them. I had none. Is that right? No family. Well, sorry. I will rephrase that. I had no relatives at my wedding. Nice. I had a big family. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I like it. 
Yeah, and that's what I said. I was like, just because I, I this is a part of my groom speech that mm. you know it's the people that you choose to have around you, yeah, that make up your world. Yeah, well, that was that was my thought process as well. I mean, like, oh, who would you have at your wedding? And I goes, to be honest, there's not a lot of people that I want to spend all day with, mm-hmm. and there's very few people in the world that I would buy dinner for, mm-hmm. and then spend all day with. Yeah, <laughs> 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 you know, we're talking maybe. 30 to 40 people in the whole world mm. um, and that's between two of us yeah so yeah we'll, we'll take it from there An intimate <laughs> setting yeah i mean I'm not, I'm not too bothered about the party but at the end you know that's no, a, a pretty good party though yeah i know but like invite hundreds of people if you want you know like mm-hmm. it's a party i can go to a party mm-hmm. with people yeah not a problem mm-hmm. but yeah the rest of it well that, that's that's what i looked at and i got i got called and like oh, that's that's a really cold way of looking at it but it's it's totally in my mind it's true it's like would you buy dinner for this person? Exactly. It's a, that, is a, that is such a great question to ask when you're f- pulling together a list of guests for your wedding. Yeah, sorry, Caden. We went off on a tangent, but we'll be back in a minute. <laughs> I think that's what we did. I mean, that definitely, that thought came through our mind. Are we willing to buy dinner, pay for dinner for this person, yeah. this couple? And, you know, if the answer is no, then no, well, not, not sorry. There. Well, this is it. I mean, my, br- my brother had an engagement party. Um, two weeks ago mm. um, last week uh, when was it I have no idea uh, in any case there was like 140 people there good effort uh, it was like but, n- but now they're expecting an invite to the wedding <laughs> mm, yeah you should only really be <laughs> inviting people to your engagement party if they're going to come to your I'm wedding. not having one <laughs> <laughs> no just sack it yeah screw that have a, an engagement dinner brunch something. yeah <laughs> who knows soiree yeah exactly just an engagement get together you call walk. it Oh, nice. I like that. Mm. I would like that. In any Engagement <laughs> skydive. Yeah, I'm, I'm up for that. I'm, I'm liking the ideas that's running here. Yes. Yeah, we should go and Just plan go something. wild. In any case, we're going to go back to Caden's question because yeah. I feel like he's sitting on tenterhoops. Come on, Caden. Uh, if, if I'm honest, I don't think we, we have... There's no silver bullet for this. Mm. There, there's, there's not a... Read the seven habits of highly effective <sighs> people, Caden. Read it. Yeah, we promise. Or listen to it. You'll find out. In I promise we're not being sponsored. To <laughs> I know. You'll find out in habit number one the joys of the circle of control versus the circle of influence. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm yet to read it. I'm mm-hmm. yet to read it. However, I will get onto it eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've I've recently purchased a new book on audible mm. called extreme ownership which may or may not come into play here i've no idea i've not started yet okay um, by jocko willink remember okay. i've mentioned him yeah, before yeah, you um, have indeed yeah wonderful guy i was actually watching billions the other day and he oh, was right. he <laughs> he just appeared in it oh really yeah which is random so did um, cool. Deontay wilder the boxer amazing no idea oh, man i need to get back into billions that's such a bloody good program yeah yeah i know um and <laughs> <laughs> we just go off on one, don't we? I know. <laughs> just, I know. just analyzing the conversation. We're just going off on one. In any case, uh, let, let's let's bring it back. So there's, I've got here an article that I read, and this was an anticipation of the, the podcast episode. I thought, is this true or not true? It's a uh, s- practical steps to deal with it. I need this absolutely. Practical steps on dealing with rejection. Okay. Um. Uh, I don't. I don't know how accurate these these really are. I mean, it's they 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 offer a good 
perspective, mm-hmm. I guess. So you can you can tell me what you think. It's uh, tell yourself it will go, which is sort of what we come back to about being setbacks, saying mm-hmm. it's temporary. Exactly. Um, so don't bring yourself down too much mm-hmm. with it. Um, also, a practical step is engage in physical activity. Now, the reason that this is a thing is endorphins. Mm. Um, you, you go running quite a lot. I mean, I don't know how much running you've done lately, but uh, um, well, I've run two or three times this week. I've done yoga okay. at least twice. So yoga is I'm, good, I'm getting isn't it? into my yoga. I am mad into yoga as well. Mm. Uh, track yoga is my app of choice. I, I think you've got a different one. Yoga studio. I got told about another one yesterday called. Um, it was something dog. Um, Downward was dog? Deep dog? dog. I don't know. I don't know. If we find <laughs> it, we'll pop a link to it. <laughs> but yeah, yoga is pretty good. But yeah, physical activity. It, it gets the blood pumping. It gets endorphins going. And you start to feel better. 100%. Yeah. It's incredible. Uh, focus outside yourself. So if yeah, if you're dealing with rejection on a work deal, go home and t- tackle something there. Exactly. Uh, Shift your focus. Shift the focus. It kind of comes down to that, doesn't Mm -hmm. it? Uh, Learn something new. Again, it comes down to shift your focus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This one's pretty extreme. Just travel. (laughs) Yep. Say, oh, I didn't get that promotion. I'm out of here. See ya. Yeah, didn't get promotion at work. Well, I'm off to the Seychelles. (laughs) Doesn't work, does it? Well, it's pretty bold. Why not? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if people just have that ability to just up and go. You know, maybe you have to give in some notice. Well, maybe plan ahead. Maybe, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> the sentiment is there. Maybe just go for a drive. Mm. You know, maybe not going across the world. Just go for a drive have somewhere. A, have a break. Yeah, just get out there a little. Uh, meet new people as well. It's a different one. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised what other people, um, people you don't know, their perspective on things is mm-hmm. it's quite interesting. Because often we look for advice um, from people we know. Mm-hmm. Now, Consciously or subconsciously, they're going to be biased towards you. Mm. Um, if it's people you like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh, I can't believe this happened to me today, and they'll go, oh yeah, you're right, actually. Here's what I think, and they'll side with you, yeah. like just just out of habit almost. Mm-hmm. But again, the last one is consider counselling. The same idea; it offers a fresh perspective. They can see the whole picture. Yeah, counselling, coaching, absolutely. Nice it's a, it's a little business uh, in there. Oh well, yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, look, it's a it's a non-judgmental way to see things differently see new possibilities for yourself yeah it, no it is it's true i mean you often find coaches counselors <laughs> even new people that they you know they do offer an outside perspective of things they can see the other side of the argument they can offer advice where advice has not been given before mm-hmm. so yeah there's there's a couple of different different routes that we could take here yeah um but i come i come back to the um the the sentiment you can only control your reaction so deal with it exactly uh, but uh, I mean there's probably more practical stuff because when we when we I guess f- get rejected then the the part of our brain the amygdala I believe it's called mm-hmm. is where the fight or flight mechanism is held mm-hmm. um, that will act to protect us because our brain has an overarching principle to reduce minimize risk protect us but also to reward us so if you can move from that kind of protective state to a state of reward Mm. then you're going to serve yourself better which is where having additional possibilities actually helps you it helps your brain yeah yeah no you're right you are right i come back to um a, a, a kind of viewpoint that um my partner's dad actually put on me 
Mm-hmm. Says, don't worry about things you can't control. Yeah. What's the point? Mm-hmm. You know, what is the point of worrying about things that are inevitably going to happen? Exactly. Worrying is a futile exercise. It is literally, literally a waste of energy. Yeah, it is. Actually, yeah, it is because things are going to happen. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's steps you can take to ensure that the worst case scenario doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But to worry about that is not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, you're right. It's literally a waste of energy. Mm-hmm. So... Have we got any actual advice for kids? I mean, we've we've discussed quite a lot here, um, and I've I've taken some notes and things that we can pop in the links um, in the show well, notes. Well, thinking back to our episode of resilience. Um, oh yeah, you know, because being resilient enables you to deal with rejection better. Because I mean, in business, yeah, you know, rejection happens a lot mm-hmm. um, because you will. F- invariably come across people who are just you're not aligned with um, yeah. that you may feel like you are or, and want to have a relationship with but they may see things differently and, and probably rightly so mm-hmm. so um build it you know, having a stronger level of resilience having other options recognizing the possibilities that you have that there are always other options and, emb- and embracing that so that you don't f- have that sense of need so that you don't so you can reduce that sense of attachment to outcomes mm-hmm. to enable you to be more effective as a human being as a human being you have to end it with that you? Yes. you have to highlight the fact that we are human beings we are indeed homo sapien yeah okay Fair enough. Uh, no, it's 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 good advice. I mean, you've, you've got to understand. I mean, yes, it may not have went your way this time, mm-hmm. but talking about resilience, it will go your way. You yeah. know, just you keep just at it, and it's hard to do. I know it's hard to do. It's even a pr- sort of, I just think practically, you can just just stop yourself and think. Well, you know, how do I want to feel here? What what do I really want here? Did I really want the job? Like really? Because if you really wanted the job then what more could you have done? Surely Mm. you could have done more to actually make that a reality. Maybe deep down you don't actually want it and you've hijacked yourself in some way. Or maybe there is some other reason. Maybe there's something you want more, but you've just not recognized it because you've not actually given yourself the space and time to to acknowledge it and think about it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, there is is other ways to look at it. You might say, you know, you might not want it, but it's, it's what you're used to. Mm. You know, and we we are often guilty of getting comfortable, and you know this is where we are, and so on and so forth. Don't be afraid to to look elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I think I think the the crux of it really, the the whole theme that we're going for is look at the options. Mm-hmm. There is options out there for you. I mean, yes, this one may not have went your way. Perhaps there's another company out there that will offer you the opportunity that you're after. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you don't want that opportunity. Don't be afraid to check other opportunities that you may not be suited for. Mm. I mean, let's get political here. I mean, let's apply for a job that you're not qualified for. Look who's president. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way he's qualified for that job. Well, you know what? In 
you could argue that a president or a a leader of a country is more of a puppet than anything. Oh, hundred percent, a hundred percent. Because how because how much power did they truly have? And that's something it's behind the scenes, isn't it? That's exactly, and that's something that came up in a very interesting conversation with friend of the show Chris Hurd mm. um, yesterday when we were um, catching up and speaking about an incredibly exciting new business that he is creating. Um, which I believe is going to be called First Base, to give him a little plug, which is essentially going to solve the initial needs of any remote workers or new new to remote working workers. Sweet. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll plug that in. Mm. We'll see if we can find links to, to himself and his new company. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, don't be afraid to have a look at the options. Uh, resilience is key. Mm-hmm. Do not worry about things you cannot control. Mm-hmm. And what was the other piece of advice? The only thing we control is our reactions. Yep. I actually forgot got that one there. <laughs> so I had I had a lot of things to say, but we're running out of time. You got so it. So we're gonna have to. Yeah. Well, uh, what we should do? I, Kaden, I I really hope it's been useful. To be honest. Um. Yeah, it's been useful for me. Yeah, I mean, uh, the thing about this podcast for us, um, we I I, I really appreciate everyone that listens to it, and I. I they give up their time t- to listen to us just chat. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we were that interesting. <laughs> I know. I think we can find a strong sense of gratitude. Oh, there. yeah, absolutely. But the thing about th- that, I don't know about yourself, but what I get out of it is the the topics we discuss, is we get a f- fresh perspective on them. Yeah, totally. And we get to improve as well, which, is, which well, I yeah, love. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, that's what I... I fa- it's funny you say that because as you were talking a few minutes ago, it popped mm. into my mind that this almost feels like a bit of CPD for me. And I wonder if I could actually even class it as CPD. I'm sure you could. personal development. Um, because, yeah, we are learning all the time on this. Yeah, every day is a school day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. Well, like I said, Caden, I hope it's been useful for you. I hope it's been useful for the people listening to this, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps they're dealing with rejection as well. Mm-hmm. Offer some perspective. We've probably spoken about things that these people already know. Yeah, let us know but as well if this resonates with you, if you have please any do, comments. Please yeah. do, We will put some links into our social profiles. Uh, if you want to email us, we're at hello at improvementproject.co.uk. Uh, every message we receive, we will be reading. Um, we do enjoy a lot of them. That is where a lot of our guests come from as well. Yeah, we're not big time enough yet that we can't read them ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to think if we did go big time, we'd still read them ourselves. A little bit of personal touch, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't like the idea of hiring someone to do that for us. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I. I don't know. I. I actually really enjoy reading them. I, I get a lot out of it as well. Mm. Here in perspective. So please get in touch if you have any thoughts or questions on the the topic at hand. If you've got a new topic you'd like for us to discuss, let us know. Yeah. We'd love to discuss them. Exactly. And if you're interested in jumping on the show and having a chat with us, then equally, give yeah. us a shout. Give us a shout. Yeah, we're more than happy to let us uh, hear your perspective on topics. I think that's all we've got to say, Dave. Yep. Yeah, we'll pop a link into the social profiles. Um, you'll find a lot of blog posts and some videos and whatever else comes up. Uh, check out the improvement list as well, just to plug that in there mm-hmm. recently added a couple of things mm. shouldn't be adding things should be crossing things off but <laughs> what can you do <laughs> all right guys thank you so much for listening and we will catch up with you next week see ya all right.